Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 80. Shepherd of Israel, listen. You, the one who leads Joseph as if he were a sheep, you who are enthroned upon the winged heavenly creatures, show yourself before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Wake up your power. Come to save us. Restore us. God, make your face shine so that we can be saved. Lord God of heavenly forces, how long will you fume against your people's prayer? You fed them bread made of tears. You've given them tears to drink three times over. You've put us at odds with our neighbors. Our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it, then, its plant, then it planted its roots deep, filling the land. The mountains were covered by its shade. The mighty cedars were covered by its branches. It sent its branches all the way to the sea. Its shoots went all the way to the Euphrates River. So why have you now torn down its walls? So that all who come along can pluck its fruit. So that any boar from the forest can tear it up. So that the bugs can feed on it. Please come back, God of heavenly forces, look down from heaven and perceive it. Attend to this vine, this root that you planted with your strong hand, this son whom you secured as your very own. It is burned with fire. It is chopped down. They die at the rebuke coming from you. Let your hand be with the one on your right side, with the one whom you secured as your own. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us so that we can call on your name, restore us. Lord God of heavenly forces, make your face shine so that we can be saved. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. When the king had settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all his surrounding enemies, the king said to the prophet Nathan, Look, I'm living in a cedar palace, but God's chest is housed in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go ahead and do whatever you are thinking, because the Lord is with you. But that very night the Lord's word came to Nathan, Go to my servant David and tell him, This is what the Lord says, You are not the one to build the temple for me to live in. In fact, I haven't lived in a temple from the day I brought Israel out of Egypt until now. Instead, I have been traveling around in a tent and in a dwelling, throughout my traveling around with the Israelites. Did I ever ask any of Israel's tribal leaders I appointed to shepherd my people? Why haven't you built me a cedar temple? So then, say this to my servant David. This is what the Lord of Heavenly Forces says. I took you from the pasture, from following the flock to be leader over my people Israel. I've been with you wherever you've gone, and I've eliminated all your enemies before you. Now... I will make your name great. Like the name of the greatest people on earth, I'm going to provide a place for my people, Israel, and plant them so that they may live there and no longer be disturbed. Cruel people will no longer trouble them as they had been earlier, when I appointed leaders over my people, Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. And the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make a dynasty for you. When the time comes for you to die and you lie down in your, with your ancestors, I will raise up your descendant, one of your very own children, to succeed you, and I will establish his kingdom. 
He will build a temple for my name, and I will establish his royal throne forever. I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. Whenever he does wrong, I will discipline him with a human rod, with blows from human beings, but I will never take my faithful love away from him like I took it away from Saul, whom I set aside in favor of you. Your dynasty and your kingdom will be secured forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan reported all these words and their entire, this entire vision to David. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 18, verses 1 through 11. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus. He had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Paul visited with them. Because they practiced the same trade, he stayed and worked with them. They all worked with leather. Every Sabbath, he interacted with people in the synagogue, trying to convince both Jews and Greeks. Once, Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself fully to the word, testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. When they opposed and slandered him, he shook the dust from his clothes in protest and said to them, You are responsible for your own fates. I'm innocent. From now on, I'll go to the Gentiles. He left the synagogue and went next door to the home of Titius Justus, a Gentile god-worshipper. Crispus, the synagogue leader and his entire household, came to believe in the Lord. Many Corinthians believed and were baptized after listening to Paul. One night, the Lord said to Paul in a vision, Don't be afraid. Continue speaking. Don't be silent. I'm with you, and no one who attacks you will harm you, for I have many people in this city. So he stayed there for 18 months, teaching God's word among them. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 11 through 21. The Pharisees showed up and began to argue with Jesus. To test him, they asked for a sign from heaven. With an impatient sigh, Jesus said, Why does this generation look for a sign? I assure you that no sign will be given to it. Leaving them, he got back in the boat and crossed to the other side of the lake. Jesus' disciples had forgotten to bring any bread, so they had only one loaf with them in the boat. He gave them strict orders, watch out, and be on your guard for the yeast of the Pharisees as well as the yeast of Herod. The, the disciples discussed this among themselves. He said this because we have no bread. Jesus knew what they were discussing and said, Why are you talking about the fact that you don't have any bread? Don't you grasp what has happened? Don't you understand? Are your hearts so resistant to what God is doing? Don't you have eyes? Why can't you see? Don't you have ears? Why can't you hear? Don't you remember when I broke five loaves of bread for 5,000 people? How many basketful of leftovers did you gather? They answered, 12. And when I broke seven loaves of bread for those 4,000 people, how many baskets full of leftovers did you gather? They answered, seven. Jesus said to them, and you still don't understand?
There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare your our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord oh so Holy Spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere for your glory God is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence Lord your presence Lord Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. 
Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 79. We will give you thanks forever. We will proclaim your praises from one generation to the next. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Holy Spirit, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's Epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's Gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.